Marit Stiles is apparently going to be the leader of the NDP because she's the sole person running. I guess they're going to announce this later at a convention in March. Uh, and that's it. A one-person race where she was able to just kind of coast over the, the finish line. Uh, Stiles has been at Queen's Park uh, since 2018 as an MPP. Before that, she was a Toronto school trustee. She dabbled as a federal president of the NDP from 2016 to 2018. She's popular. Uh, people like her. And I'm sure she's very happy not to have to launch a big fight. But I don't see one person running and winning as being a good thing. You know, just to have one contender, especially when we're talking about, you know, uh, we're talking about an Ontario provincial party, leader of the the opposition party. So I don't see good news when only one person runs for a major party in this country. And I wonder, you know, does it tell us something about the state of politics? Let's ask someone who would know Kim Wright's strategist and principal over at Wright Strategies. Good morning, Kim. Good morning. All right, Merit Stiles uh, threw her name in almost as soon as uh, as she could, and then that was kind of it. We kind of waited for for other names. Joel Harden's name came up; that didn't happen. We uh, just heard from Solma Makwa; he was thinking of running, but ultimately, no one is. What does this tell you uh, about the? I don't want to say the state of the party, but I'll, let's say the state of politics in general. I don't see this as a good thing. So what I'll say is there were lots of people who were thinking about running, who started making calls, who started talking to activists. They started, you know, going up and down the 401 and and talking to people in various communities. And Mm -hmm. Marit really had been getting out there and gaining a lot of traction, lots of endorsements, as you would expect anybody in a leadership race to do. And at the end of it, people got behind her and said, you know what? We like where she is going. We like where she wants to lead the party. And coming at this as the only official opposition party in the House, uh, as the premier in waiting, and what she can do with the party, uh, people were buying what she was selling. And, and that's why you see her victory coming at the deadline instead of you know months and months of an acrimonious uh, situation. And part of that, oddly enough, is actually because of Doug Ford. You know, all of the all of the things that they have been ramming through the legislature has shown people that they really do need to have the a, a united voice battling against uh, the conservatives and putting forward an alternative to the, to the government. That's what Marit has done, that's what her team has done, and people got behind that and that's what we're seeing this morning with the new ascended leader of the new Democrats and we're really excited about what she can do now that she's uh, now that she's taken the reins. Yeah, I mean, I look at it. She she was able to boost her profile as education critic, so she had lots to chew on. I thought Peter Tabins uh, did a fairly good job as the interim leader and thought, well, okay, maybe he could stick around. The problem is, you know, they've got to get beyond settling for the participation ribbon. You know, like they, they have to come up with ideas that can expand the base. Now, I don't know what the liberals are going to do. I do not know wh- who will come about. There have been some names kind of thrown about. We've got three years, which in politics, as you know, Kim, is a an eternity. So there's lots that can happen between now and then. But why not why not appoint her now then? Like why wait till March? Cuz like yeah, again, I, you know, I know they want to raise money and all that, but just get to work. Yeah, and and I think you're going to see that that's going to be what the what the case is. Um there were certainly candidates even up till last night who were 
thinking about doing it and then decided, nope, you know what, let's get behind Marit, let's get on with this. Uh, we're excited about what Marit has to do. And to your point, how do you raise money? It's a lot easier with a permanent leader than it is with an interim leader uh, to raise money, to raise profile, to get out there and and really put a new new frame on this this party. It has a lot of money. It has gotten a lot of momentum. It was in the last campaign doing well in places that traditionally New Democrats don't play in, like Renfrew, Nipissing, Pembroke. Uh, so how do you build upon that momentum and build for wealth? Three years and four years is a very long time some days in politics. Uh, it's not from an organizing perspective. So getting out there, creating platforms, creating that momentum, talking to Ontarians where they live about issues that matter to them. And that's where Marit really shines, uh, is that one-on-one. I've known Marit now for... Oh gosh, we worked together at Queen's Park years ago and mm. you know, she has she's not afraid to do the hard work of going out there and talking to communities and doing that building, not just the coming on and doing interviews and what we see at Queen's Park. And that's really where that uh, people understood that within the party. She had been in the trenches. She had helped build and grow the movement. Um and and we'll see but now she now she has to like, she could very well be going up against someone like a Nathaniel Erskine-Smith who has kind of signal that he might be interested. He'd be a real formidable um, opponent uh, for other Doug Ford or Oro Marate Styles. But she's got to get out there, and she does have the opportunity to brand herself, come up with some fresh ideas, and set the and frame the debate. If she doesn't do that, then, you know, it's going to be very hard for her to punch through, especially if and when the Liberals finally get their act together. And one of the things I heard from Marit directly and from her team is understanding that it's not enough just to to oppose things and to to yeah, actually yeah. get in there to be the next premier, to show people what that looks like. Give them that alternative. Come in there with the opportunities to do this. Because as I've said to my activist friends, you can't raise ODSP rates if you're not the government. Nope. And at the end right. of the day, if you want to actually change things you need to win and if you're not prepared to win you're just prepared to scream from the sidelines well you know there's a place for that but it's not as the leader of the official opposition and whatever the liberals or any other non you know non-official parties in the house do in their leadership campaigns that's going to be up to them what i'm excited about is marit styles leadership what she's going to bring for new democrats and how she's going to take this as a place of how do we build communities how do we build ontarian because well she also is, has to rebuild hard... bridges within the unions themselves i mean the public sector unions maybe they they will have in their their pocket but the, you know ford has made a lot of inroads rain roads with the other private um unions can, she's got to do I, yeah. I think what you'll I think what you'll see, Alex, is she already has a lot of those really deep relationships and now it's showcasing how her leadership style will bring everyone around the table. Look, you're always gonna have fights within families, that's okay. Yeah. How do you come together when it matters? Yeah. Who picks the potatoes out of your hair after you've gotten that food fight? <laughs> All right, Kim, uh, good luck. My family dinners. <laughs> well, I was at it. Wasn't that someone who hurled it at me? All right, Kim, thanks very much. We will definitely chat again. Absolutely. Have a great day. That is uh, Kim Wright, clearly in the know on the NDP side. So we'll see where uh, Marit Stiles goes. But uh, Kim's right. Don't criticize. Come up with some very key ideas. How are you going to fix all the things that are broken?